0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Gam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fears. Today we are talking black bookers and power ranking the worst fan bases in the AFL. Sorry on the delay on the pod. Uh, it's been a little bit hectic. We are deep, deep... Deep into marathon training and I'm just, I fell asleep last night, very, very early. Uh, not going to lie, just, uh, hit the, hit the old fart sack and was out like a light. So a little bit late, but anyway, we got there and today we are talking black bookers. Like I mentioned at the start of the show, it's just come out, uh, recording on Thursday night. Adam Uze is the new coach of Richmond, uh, not to make of that just yet. We'll unpack that in coming weeks. But uh, obviously with Damian Hardwick at the Suns, who cares everyone's playing for second. Uh, and our Suns are playing off for the VFL premiership on Sunday, which is very exciting. Uh, no doubt. Uh, the head the head office is trying to keep us down with uh keeping our player out through suspension. Hashtag free Jimmy not sure what's going on with that hashtag. That's, there's too much, too much free jimmying. Anyway, onto the black bookers. So we're just going to punch through this. Wardlaw, George Wardlaw from North Melbourne. I think you just got to keep him in the black book. Uh, these are, these are guys who, are, you might, you obviously have heard of George Wardlaw, but they're just a bit under the radar for fantasy. You haven't broken out yet. They're not, they're not someone we've really drafted or streamed or anything like that so far. So George Wardlaw, Uh, first year, had a big interrupted preseason, didn't, didn't make his start till quite late in the year. But when he did, he was in the guts, as they say. Uh, it does it for me in terms of hitting the eight, where he averaged the six tackles and two marks, even with a sub-affected game. Um, I always look for players who can hit the eight combined. It could be eight of one, none of the other, four of one, four marks, four tackles, whatever. Hit the eight. That's what we want you to do. High pick, again, the no preseason. It's it's really big for me. Uh, contested player. He should be in the midfield mix. It, it's kind of interesting at North Melbourne. They've got so many high picks there, and obviously you are going to have another, another one at least uh, coming in this year. So not sure what the mix will be there this year. But when Philip Simkin, LDU... Wardlaw, etc., all played together. It was Simpkin who missed out on the on his bulk role. So we didn't we didn't have that mix very much last year with LDU missing games and Simpkin missing games and Wardlaw missing games. But uh he looks to be the the guy in there. So he's certainly going to be a big part of the rotation, whether that equates to a big fantasy score or not next year, but he's certainly one to keep in mind. Uh, as we head into the preseason later in the year the second player Fremantle player matthew johnson so he only averaged the 57 dream team uh but he had seven sub affected games in his 18 for the season he was okay for for cbas he was primarily out on the wing although i will say if you look at his chart there is some chance he'll get some forward status um but obviously the the gurus at champion Data who got that behind lock and key, so we'll we'll have to see whether he's a great smoky or just a good one. Uh the the points per minute over the season trended in the right direction, and the second half is where the scoring really took flight. He has got the inside-outside game. He can mark, can tackle. Uh but yeah, the the last few games really averaging the twenty disposals and uh certainly being able to take some marks. He averaged the had the highest disposal efficiency for the Fremantle midfield players. So that's something to look at there. And even with his low time on ground, if you look at across the season, he was still doing okay for pressure acts. So no Fremantle could, could do better in that. And, and look, they, they sort of went, uh, for a bit of height all at once. And, and the players aren't the same, but with Johnson, Erasmus and, and Brody, um, obviously Brody fell off a cliff this year. So all those guys are quite, quite tall in that six foot three range. Uh, so we're just sort of waiting to see who can, you know, is Brody going to come back? What's going to happen there? But certainly a bit of height. Um, when you look at a guy like Sarong, he's quite short, a bit of a mainstay in there. Brayshaw, I wouldn't say he was short. Um, but he's certainly not the, the six three type that these other ones are so we'll see what happens there but this he's put some scoring together johnson um had a had a couple tons or one ton and a very near ton at least and the third player i want to talk about is joel jeffrey that's right joel jeffrey from our sons uh, i think I mentioned him last year as a black book or at very least a, a sleeper uh, and the, the idea was that he'd get a roll across half back, and it didn't materialize at first, uh, playing forward, which it, it just seems strange. They were so tall with, um, Casbolt and King and Lukosius and, and Jeffrey's obviously quite tall as well. Then you factor in they got the, the Jed goat next year, uh, the actual Jed goat coming in next year, and there's just so much height. So they made the move to have Joel Jeffrey coming out at, of the halfback flank, uh, which makes sense. He's got smooth, smooth skills, pace, something the Suns just don't have. Uh, the scores look shit, right? They're not <laughs> beat around the bush. They don't look good, but t- two of these games are in Darwin, which I mean, if you're a receiving player, uh, phrasing, I wouldn't have thought Darwin was the place to get it done. It's it's going to be a slippery ball, contested game. Uh, he scored okay against, uh, the Crows in that win. Uh, and the other game he was, he was injured, really low time on ground. So if you look at Damien Hardwick's teams at, at Richmond, they really had strong, strong movers off the halfback flank it was Hooli or short. And even in later years, Rioli, um, even Vlosten's had some good games. So there's, there's certainly, I I think another preseason in in the role. He he should be he should be someone we're looking at strongly, uh, especially with Weller doing another ACL. Uh, Will Brody, uh, not Will Brody, Will Powell should be okay. But again, they're different sort of players. So I think Joel Jeffrey certainly got some upside, and one you should be keeping in, in the back of the list, and I. I just, I can't help but feel Riley, uh, what's it, Tiltthorpe? Oh, I fucking don't know how to say it. Um, I just kind of like, he could be a ruckman for Adelaide. He could be a ruck. He'd have forward status. Riley O'Brien, he's, he's such a jag, man. He's a jag. Um, Tiltthorpe can give something different, a bit more athleticism. He's got the 50 games under his belt. Uh, he's, he's just getting you know more pre-season under the belt i you know if adelaide are gonna become a, a premiership threat maybe these athletic more athletic ruckman obviously riley o'brien moves like a fucking you know steam liner uh so i feel like there could be some change there maybe a bit of upside it's certainly worth one stashing in your keeper leagues in my opinion um Others can disagree, and we'll see what happens over the trade period, but that's something I'd certainly look at. Anyway, what we're all here for, the worst fan base in the AFL. the power rankings. Now, I didn't want this to just be some bullshit gut feel thing. I went scientific on this. So we've broken it down into six categories. That's right, six categories. I've given... The the size, the size of the supporter base, the girth, the width, the length, everything. Um, and oh, (laughs) let's be honest. Size is bad. Size is bad. And the more supporters there are, clearly the more Nuffies there are. If you look at the bell curve, you know, surely most people are in the middle, but on the extremes, there's the super nice ones, but there's going to be the super fucksticks. Obviously the more there are, the further the ends are going to be, and more fuck sticky these people will get. So the size is bad. People, you want a small supporter base because there's less fuckwits. Presumably, uh, recent success is our next category. Recent success, obviously, any success is bad because the people will talk about it. Now, the three categories that will cause the most conjecture, because it's basically just my gut feel: whinging, arrogance and delusion these are all i you know the whinging the sooks the fucking drive you up the wall the arrogance you just don't need that sort of huspa, the uh the flogness as you might call it and the delusion just absolutely lost lost there's no reality these people living in their own fucking world uh and the last category and maybe the most fun Maybe the most fun, the iconic wanker. I feel like every, every bad supporter base has just one raving fucking lunatic who you just can't stand and, and you, um, but again, these are mine. These are mine. So, um, that's who we're going to get behind. So anyway, for size, we've done this on a five, four, three, two, one basis, five being the most points, uh, and one being the least, obviously. So one for size, so in, in size, look, we can go from five down to one because I just used membership numbers. Although I saw a, what was it Roy Morgan said Sydney had the biggest supporter base? Get the fuck out of here, Roy Morgan. No one, no one believes that. Um, it'd be like Melbourne Storm being the most supported rugby team or something. Uh, size. So Collingwood number one, West Coast number two. Richmond, number three, Carlton, number four, and Essendon, number five. Sorry, those points are reversed. So the Pies get the five, the West Coast get the four. Richmond, the three, Carlton, the two, and Essendon, the one. Not a lot of conjecture there, I wouldn't have thought. Recent success. Okay, this might be this a little bit of conjecture, but recent success. I go five to Melbourne just because they're just more floggy about having won a flag lately. Like, they're just... I gave Geelong the three. I know they won it last year, but they just fell off the radar so much. You haven't heard shit about Geelong, which has just been lovely. Uh, just gets sick of Geelong. Uh, four votes obviously to Richmond. They just won too many. Won too many. But even they're sort of going away, but there's, now they're, now they're drifting into mediocrity. The supporters are starting to pipe up with that they won recently. But it, 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 it's bad times for Richmond fans coming forward. Some of them are very aware of that, I think. Uh, two for West Coast and one for the Western Bulldogs, just because they'd all sort of recently won. Winging and soaking. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of my vibe, the gut feelness. Uh so the the most whinging, sookiest fucking fan base out there, it's gotta be the cats. Go every fucking year. Oh, we don't play a home final. Nah, nah, nah. Get the fuck out of here, cats. You cat, coach is an absolute knob. Uh I I can't have the cats. They're just fucking terrible. Absolutely terrible. Number four, four points for Fremantle. Fremantle, oh the West of Stove someone wrote an article. Uh, Luke jackson shit or something oh they pumped up the eagles too much but they don't pump man shut the fuck up win something Fremantle. you win nothing you got no right to be sooky you guys suck get it together Fremantle fans suck always sooking about something it's like the big brother you know beat them for once number three north melbourne now i will say north melbourne actually has some fair sooks in my opinion we started friday night we need an extra pick Blah blah blah. We've been shit. How about managing your assets? How about managing your assets, man? When I was growing up, North Melbourne were like the team to beat, the power team. What happened? What happened? It was like you took it in a bathroom at the teammate's house or something like that. I don't know. North, get it together. You um, you're in a relevant fan base. You really, the club should fold the club should fold they bring in tas bring in a new team fold north melbourne uh number two adelaide uh again kind of fair like you know you got screwed out of finals uh and that's what makes it funnier that's what makes it funny to me i hate adelaide uh you're absolutely you know what's going on what's going on Adelaide? power stance god damn should be made fun of and i'm going to give half a point each i couldn't split them uh, Sydney and Melbourne. I feel like Melbourne, Melbourne, they, they suck. They're sooking. They, they, they won something, so they're sooking. And probably that plays into recent success, but Sydney also, I mean, if we don't get any free agents. We don't, you got the biggest free agent. And then you kind of got fucked over with the trade thing, but, uh, you don't seem to bring that up too much, which is strange. I'd be bringing it up all the time. I can't believe you didn't take the league to court um over the trade ban but anyway those are my whinging and sookingness uh arrogance a lot more clear cut in the arrogance department i feel five points for collingwood easily easily uh not even a shadow of doubt number four points i'll give to hawthorne uh hawthorne fans are still living on the success from a decade ago uh Terrible fan base. If you ever go to a game, I fucking hate sitting anywhere near Hawks fans. They're just the absolute pits. They think everyone um, is the absolute god. They deserve... They just, should just be handed success. and Get the fuck out of here, Hawthorne. Absolutely too arrogant for me. Three points for Port. Just... I mean, complete flogs. Just flogs. What, what can you say? Just... just nothing more to it just the club built on flogginess oh we were great in the sandful. cool you're not anymore we want to wear our prison bars which is the worst jumper ever let's be honest ah terrible we signed a deal but we didn't you know we want to take it back blah 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 uh two two points for geelong uh obviously you keep winning so it's kind of justified but fuck them uh one point for sydney I just hate Tom Harley, but he didn't make my iconic wanker list. He could have, but he he didn't. I just I don't like that man. And um they, again, they keep they're always thereabouts, always there. And the academies and Kohler and all this sort of thing. Get out of here, Sydney, you dickheads! Uh, delusion. These people are just lost. They're just not living in reality. Five points for West Coast. Easily the most diluted fan, It comes through with the trade scenarios. It's like we're going to get, it's like they think they're in draft day with Kevin Costner. We're going to get three pick ones for our pick one or something. I don't know. It's just bizarre. And you got that Will Schofield guy who's just absolute nut job. Crazy people drinking their own bathwater over there. Four points for Essendon. Clearly diluted. They think things are going to turn around. Uh three points for Carlton, although things have turned around uh you'll lose and and um God, I hope you lose now, I've said it, but uh, it's the we're coming, blah blah blah, you know everyone <laughs> like complaining Jacob Weedering wasn't in the all strain team, they wanted him dropped halfway through the year <laughs> like, let's be honest. it's crazy uh two points for Adelaide, who are just it's clearly the water over there. Uh, and one point for Western Bulldogs because they think Bevo's going to get sacked. Bevo's, Bevo's coaching till he's dead. He's in till he's dead. I'm sorry about that. Bulldogs fans and the iconic wanker points, uh, five points, obviously Collingwood, Eddie Maguire, four points, Port. Personally, I fucking hate Koshy. I think he's the worst. Um, but others might say Corns. They're equally terrible, right? Uh, Three points for the Blues, just because I want to... I think Andy Marr might be the most punchable person uh, in the media. I, I hate him. I hate him, man. I hate him. I can't stand him. Two points for the Bulldogs. Luke Darcy, you suck. Uh, just a terrible, terrible person with massive self-interest. It's, uh, wow. And one point for... Uh, I'll give it... I'll give you a bit of love back to the Fremantle fans, and and we'll say w- one point for West Coast for Peter Sumich, who just every word out of that man's mouth is just like blood to a shark. It's um, it's incredible. It's incredible. Your hatred for that man, he um <laughs> something else. I'll give it to you. Uh Anyway, onto the cruder questions and uh stuff like that. We'll pump through these. The black books, Ninja, Jack Steele, Took Miller, Jordan Ridley, DC Caterpillars. I know who three of those people are. They're not black bookers. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, and the worst fan base is people that go after Warney and Calvin, which, I mean, if you do this and you gain any, the bigger you are, the more hate you're going to cop, right? Oh, i'm with you it shouldn't happen but it does and i think you just got to live with it pack and send you and you deal with it with a sense of humor you just go yeah fuck it move on pack and send bailey scott um black Booker. what did bailey scott average last year i feel like he was um he was pretty i mean he's still an under the radar name he was really good what did he average i'll bring that up my computer's a piece of shit so Uh, Connor McDonald, Uh, I remember someone gave a shit for putting Connor McDonald in the draft kit, I don't think he was all that bad, oh no, my computer's freezing, oh no, Uh, is it back? Is it back? I'm going to have to bring this up on my phone as well, Connor McDonald and what was the other one? Sorry, it's terrible. Will Phillips, yeah, I feel like Will, yeah. They're the sort of ones that, they're, yeah, they're, they're sleepers. Yeah, they're, they're all good picks. I feel like Bailey Scott might have scored too, too heavily. Even Will Phillips, maybe. I don't know. Carla, James Jordan, the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll see where he ends up. Worst fan bases. I'll just pick one. Gold Coast for not turning up to home games at the fabulous Metricon, sorry, Heritage Bank Stadium. I mean, Gold Coast probably the best fan base, if we're being honest. Bailey, Bailey Scott averaged 85, Dream Team. Come on, man. He was rostered. Um, I think Gold Coast are the best fans because they're not turning up. They're not annoying anyone at the stadium. And why would you go to a game anyway? Come on. Come on, Carla. Get it together. You're not going to a game. Not in this economy. Mini Monk into the black book. Hayden Young. He was, was like a top 10 defender coming into the year. He's not a I understand you might be saying, well, he moves into the midfield, we'll keep that. And no, Yeah, he's, he was fine. Josh Ward. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, and Jai Simkin. I feel like Jai Simkin is pretty well known. Um, I'm, I'm cagey about him next year. And a more general reminder for myself not to undervalue the players who lose their DPP. That's a good reminder, Minnie Monk. Oogie Boogie, these fans would have moved up the rankings a fair bit in the last two weeks. Sorry, we didn't even get into <laughs> even do the cumulative votes. How fucking bad is that? Um, we'll do them after this. Uh, still a ways to go to catch up to Collingwood and Carlton. We'll be keeping an eye on Dossie McLean, Trent Rivers, and Isaac Quainor. Yeah yeah I feel like all these guys are capped, but anyway, sorry on to the the final tally of the power rankings. what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> it's just absolutely disgraceful um so we'll start it uh we'll count them up from number five from number five brrr, Richmond and port are tied for the fifth worst fan base uh I feel like yeah that it seems fair it seems fair, they're both terrible. I just hate Port because of Koshy. He's just the fucking pits. Uh, Carlton come in at number four as the fourth worst fan base in the league. Geelong coming in as the third worst fan base with 10 points. West Coast in with 12. And, of course, your worst fan base in the AFL. It is the Collingwood Magpies. In my mind, they're the worst, but they're equal with every other team because all fans are bad. Anyway, that'll wrap it up for this week on that positive note. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.